Thank you for joining me on this episode of Doing Insurance Right. My name is Scott Jenkins. I'm your host. I'm a local farmer's agency owner here in Phoenix, Arizona. And today I just wanted to talk about auto insurance and why the amounts are important and difference between full coverage and liability. Okay, so first of all, auto insurance is extremely important. A, because it's requ- I know it's required by every state to have auto insurance. Now, you do have the option of not carrying auto insurance. In Arizona, for example, you would need to send in a check for, uh, let's see, uh, $65,000, um, which would be the $50,000 for bodily injury, roughly $15,000 for property damage. So you could send the state a check for $65,000 that they will hold and not have to pay for insurance. Now, in real terms, most of us don't have a check we can send to the state to let them sit on for a minimum of $65,000. And if we did, we damn sure would have insurance because we have a lot more assets than that that $65,000 would cover. So let's get a little bit more realistic about it, okay? So the, the columns uh, or the main categories of auto insurance are going to be bodily injury, property damage, and then what they call uninsured and underinsured. Okay, bodily injury is when you hit somebody and they have any medical at all, okay? So, for example, um, you hit somebody, let's say they had $50,000 in medical bills. So you're going to need to make sure, if it was just one person, that you have $50,000 of medical, make sure that we have that for bodily injury in order to cover the medical portion for somebody we hit, okay? Pretty self-explanatory. The difference in slashes, like when you see... Let's say, for example, you see 100,000 slash 300,000. What that refers to is the first number is going to be for one person. The second number is going to be if there's multiple people injured. So if there was 10 people injured and you had 100,000 slash 300,000, you would have $300,000 worth of coverage um, on the bodily injury there because there was multiple people hurt. No matter if it's between 2 and 10 or whatever the number may be. Hopefully, Hopefully you're not in an accident that bad where we injured that many people, but just in case. So the second pro- the second part is going to be property damage. That's going to be anything basically hit uh, that is that would be property, that would be cars, that would be a home, that would it would be lots of different things, right? So uh, barriers, things of that nature. Anything that we hit um, in that same accident, that's going to be the property damage coverage. So you're going to see that some states have it as low as five thousand dollars, which is absolutely criminal. Um, in, in Arizona, it's $15,000, but look at the, just take, do yourself a favor and look at the price of new cars these days. That should give you a pretty dang good idea of how much property damage coverage you should need. If you don't have enough to cover a new Hyundai, you don't have an, you don't have enough property damage coverage. Okay. The third and fourth columns are going to be pretty simple. This revolves to the other driver if they hit you. Okay. So uninsured is pretty easy to understand. They did not have insurance. This column is you're protecting yourself. Why would you ever take money away from yourself in the auto insurance policy? I'm not sure. If I've got $500,000 worth of bodily injury coverage, why would I not take advantage of $500,000 when it comes to uninsured coverage? That That's the part that's actually going to cover me, right? So the next part is going to be underinsured. So here's a classic example. Let's say you were hit by a driver. You were hurt. They had the state minimum coverage, which in Arizona is $25,000 for one person. Let's say you were the only one in the car. Your medical bills are $150,000. Their insurance company is only going to pay that $25,000. So underinsured insurance would be that difference between the $25,000 that the other insurance has 
versus you know your medical bills at 150, so you need another $125,000 worth of coverage. Wouldn't you want that to be in your auto policy? Most people would say yes, rather than either a having to come out of pocket, or if you have health insurance, sure they'll pick up some of the tab, but you're also going to have max out of pocket deductibles with them as well. The next part's going to be, you know, there's lots of other, and then I wanted to get into liability and full coverage. So liability means that you have a minimum of property, you have property damage, and that you have bodily injury. Now you can have uninsured and underinsured as well. But the two main categories are going to be bodily injury and property damage that you have those. Okay. And also it means if it's liability only that you have no comprehensive or collision deductibles, which we've talked about before. But basically, if you get in an at-fault accident or if you're hit by somebody that's not insured, your car is not covered. So let's say you had an older car. It's worth a few thousand dollars. You know, you don't, you know, you you'd normally carry a $500,000 deductible anyway. So it's not the end of the world if it was a total loss. We don't want it to be, but it's not the end of the world. We're trying to save money on insurance, save money here and there where we can completely understand. It doesn't make a lot of sense to pay an additional you know, $500 a year for collision coverage when the car might, and you have a deductible, and let's say the car's worth 1000 bucks, you end up at a dead wash. So, yeah, because you paid 500 in, you also pay, you have a $500 deductible, and they total the car, let's say, for $1,000. Well, it doesn't make a lot of sense for you in that case. So therefore, liability coverage might be something you're looking for. Full coverage is a term that's used by banks or lending institutions. Okay, so full coverage means that we have a collision comprehensive deductibles, um, so the car will be repaired. Typically, you know, if you're, if, for example, if you were giving somebody a loan for a purchase of a car and they went out and totaled that car, wouldn't you want to get paid off first? And that's basically what that's doing, right? So the collision is going to, if that car was totaled, they want that loan paid off before you receive any money. Now, you can have full coverage without a loan on a car, no problem at all. So if that way, you know, you've got a somewhat newer car, you know, and now you got it totaled. And now let's say you got to check back for $10,000 or whatever it may be in order to go purchase another vehicle. Full coverage insurance, though, does not mean you have great insurance. You might still have low limits. You can still have state minimum limits and have comprehensive and collision deductibles. So it's really make sure you understand what those are. Liability in full coverage is not the end-all, be-all of everything. So you have full coverage and state limits, and you go out there and hurt somebody, you can still be on the hook for quite a bit of money, especially if you have assets to protect, like your home equity, car equity, you know, investments, annual salary. So a lot of that can come into play. So just make sure that you understand what full coverage and liability basically what they are. Just because you have full coverage doesn't mean you're covered against everything. So I wanted to thank you for again for joining me on this episode of Doing Insurance Right. As always, if you could rate, review, or subscribe to whatever fantastic platform you're listening to us on, whether it be Google, Apple, Spotify, or any of the great ones out there, I'd appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.